0: Welcome to the Alcohol Freedom Podcast, where we're bringing you a modern and judgment free conversation about how we relate to our drinking habits. I'm Michelle Kapler, and you've got episode 34. Hi, friend. Thanks for being here today. The day this episode is coming out is April 20th, 2022. And the significance of the date is that it's been exactly two years since I decided I was going to become a different person when it comes to my drinking, and of course, it also meant that I became a different person in all of the other areas of my life as well. But that's another story for another day. So it's been two years since I had my last drink, and I haven't had any alcohol since then. But I don't say that I'm two years sober. I don't think of it as two years of sobriety. Of course, my not drinking for the last few years would fit some clinical, philosophical, or even some people's personal definitions of sobriety. But to me, it's not that because I choose not to think of it that way. And that's just not how I identify. I don't consider myself to be a sober person because to me, in the context of alcohol use, sobriety means a permanent state that one chooses to live in. To me, sobriety means that I can never drink and I would have committed to a life without alcohol. And that's not how I think about my relationship with alcohol. I believe that it's completely possible for some people to have a terrible relationship with their drinking, to exist somewhere on the spectrum of alcohol use disorder, and then take steps to change that relationship. And then no longer have an active drinking problem because they've done the work to change the way their brains relate to their drinking. And I believe that some people can do this without a vow to abstain from drinking for the rest of their lives. I believe that we can change our brains and undo habits that we've created with any potentially addictive substance and alcohol fits into this category. But I think that if you look at the neurochemistry and the brain science of how addiction works when it comes to any potentially addictive substance, and yes, we develop this dopaminergic cycle of reward and tolerance And needing more and more and more to satisfy that need with a lot of things that we do in our lives. And it could be something like eating when we're not hungry. It could be things like overuse of social media, binging on Netflix, online shopping when we don't have the money to spend on things that we don't need. It could be overworking. It could be overexercising. There are so many things that we develop these habits with, but it's the same addictive mechanism in the brain, that same pleasure-seeking, buffering, trying to avoid our negative emotions that we use these substances to achieve that need. And I just think it's kind of interesting to think about how in our culture, some things, because of the way that culture has developed around those substances, some things... We can moderate according to the common conversation and some things you either continue to have a problem and you're always going to have a problem or you have to completely abstain, even though the neuroscience is pretty much the same for any substance. I just think that's interesting. So this means that I also believe that it's possible for some people to have a problem with alcohol and then fix it. And then to still be able to drink with a new orientation toward alcohol itself and their relationship to their consuming of alcohol. And I believe that I am one of those people. So although I have not drank in two years, I don't tell myself that I can't drink or that I won't drink someday. I just don't want to right now because there are a lot of advantages to not drinking and I'm really enjoying all of those advantages and I'll get into that a little bit later. But if you want to hear me go into full detail about how I think I can drink whenever I want, you're going to want to check out episode 29 and I'll link it up in the show notes for you. So that's where I'm at. Two years since I decided to become a different version of myself and the current version of myself just doesn't drink right now. And I really like that version of myself. I really love the person that I've been over the last two years. And this isn't coming from a place of thinking that I am morally superior because I don't drink, which is a perspective that's super common in sober slash alcohol-free spaces. I just don't subscribe to that way of thinking. I don't think of having a drinking problem as being something that makes a person any less worthy or less of a good human. What I mean when I say that I love the person I've been over the last two years is that I just love that I've gotten to know myself on a much deeper level because I've had to work through a lot of stuff to be able to be at peace with all of this. And I really had no choice because I could no longer numb over doing this work with my wine habit. And in doing this, I've developed such a deep level of respect for myself. And not because I'm telling myself that I'm a more respectable person because I don't drink. The respect comes from seeing myself come up against hard thing after hard thing and actually having the courage to feel it all, to look at my trauma, to feel my pain and my shame and sort through it and to take really good care of myself through all of it. And knowing that I can be here for all of it, even if it really sucks sometimes, has meant that I'm now a person who believes that nothing is out of my reach. I also really love that this new version of myself isn't afraid to put myself in situations where things might feel awful before they start to feel better. A career change, a new educational endeavor, making a move, facing inner demons, leaning into working on relationships with those that I love, especially that with my husband and my marriage, this stuff doesn't feel great at first when you're doing it. In fact, it doesn't feel great most of the time while you're doing it. But I now have this perspective that I didn't have before. I have gathered so much evidence that I can handle a lot and still be okay, or maybe even better for it. And I don't need wine or any alcohol for that matter, throughout that process. And now I have this reference point. I mean, if I can quit drinking a bottle of wine every night, I can definitely move to a new town and start a new life. If I can go through a painful conversation with my husband without pouring a drink after to settle my nerves or decompress, I can definitely put myself out there in new and vulnerable ways, like starting a podcast talking about my drinking problem that the whole world can listen to. So there are some big things like self-respect, self-love, and courage, which are obviously awesome. And here are a few other things that I've enjoyed about becoming this new version of myself over the last two years. Number one is relationships. I've been able to get really clear about the relationships in my life. When I was drinking, and I added alcohol to pretty much every occasion in my life, who I was spending time with and whether or not I actually enjoyed spending time with them Just didn't really register. It just wasn't on my radar. It just didn't matter as much because it was more about the drinking than the actual company that I was with. But when you take alcohol out of that equation, you find out really quickly who you actually enjoy spending time with and why. You no longer have the option of using alcohol to tolerate certain social situations. So pretty quickly, you either opt out of those situations or you figure out a way to change them or manage your mind around them. And all of those things are way more sustainable and I guess way more healthy than just barreling through with a glass of wine in your hand. Another thing I've really loved about being socially alcohol-free in the last two years is that I know that I'm showing up to those situations 100% as the person that I want to be. I'm no longer half buzzed or a drunken sloppy version of myself. I no longer have to think about saying something I wouldn't have said when I wasn't drinking. I know that the conversations I'm having with people in my world actually reflect who I am and how I want to show up. And the second thing that I want to talk about that's been a big benefit is just all of the space. There's so much space. I now have space in my brain because I'm no longer consumed with reliving the night before and feeling deep shame for something that I said or did when I was drunk or spending the day trying to remember the night before. That was so awful. And I'm glad that I don't have to spend a single second doing that anymore. I have so much space in my new self-concept. There is no longer this running inner dialogue about how I'm unworthy and I'm broken and I'm basically a garbage human because I can't get my drinking under control. There is space because I'm no longer constantly making a plan for how I'm going to fix myself. It sounded something like, yep, I'm going to go on another Whole30 or detox or cleanse. And this time I'll finally get clean enough to not have a problem with alcohol. I'll start tomorrow. I'll start on Monday. I'll start on January 1st. And there was Sober October and Dry January and No Boost November. And there was always some future plan that I was making for how I was going to solve my problem. And it took up so much space in my brain. There was so much time that I spent making these future plans for how I was going to solve this problem. There's now so much space in my body. I don't spend the first few hours of every day feeling awful because I'm hungover. So much of my health improved when I was no longer downing a bottle of wine every night as well. But I've also come to a place where I'm now playing with this idea that my body is a human body and although I can do things and care for myself in the best way that is available to me, my body will still have issues and problems and breakdowns sometimes and that health is not black and white. And I love all of the space that comes of knowing that yes, I can do my best and I don't have to be so focused on doing the quote right things to keep my body in a state of quote perfect health that I can give myself space to have health problems happen and it doesn't mean that I mess something up or that I'm even causing it or responsible for it. Interesting that this just came to me. I guess I'm in this space of simply representing letting go of control, which is super interesting. So, you know, stuff is going to happen and I'm just going to do my best with what's available to me at the time. And that's all any of us can do. So all of this space that I'm talking about, all of this growth and all of this resilience that I've discovered in myself doesn't come from a place of white knuckling through the experience or feeling morally superior because I swore off drinking forever. It came from changing the way I think about it, which changed the way that I feel about it, which changed the way that I act. And doing this over and over and over actually rewired my brain because I was doing it intentionally. Now, I want to acknowledge that some folks sit in a place on the alcohol use disorder spectrum who can and should not drink again. And if you identify as one of those people and this identity is serving you, I want to encourage you to keep going that way. But for those of you who feel terrified and frozen by the idea of giving up drinking forever, for those of you who, like me, did not find relief and comfort in the idea of identifying as an alcoholic... What if it were possible to do this in a different way? That's the question that I allowed myself to ask at the beginning of all of this, and that changed everything. So now I want to ask you, what do you imagine you'll think and feel about yourself if you change your relationship with your drinking or just want to become a new version of yourself? What do you think will happen? What space do you think might be created in your life? I want to hear all about it. Whether your intention is to live an alcohol-free life or just an alcohol-reduced life, I think this work is applicable. So I want to hear from you. Come and find me on Instagram at Michelle Kapler and tell me all about it. That's going to be it for me this week, and I'll be back next week with another episode. Until then, you've got this, my friend.